With the Delta variant of the coronavirus running around, it looks like remote work is set to continue throughout 2021. Data privacy and protection is a big concern since hackers have become more aggressive, prompting stricter data privacy and protection regulations around the world. We'd like to think that individuals are no longer as easily fooled by email fraudsters pretending to be Nigerian princes or text scammers using the name of President Rodrigo Arduterte. But remember, a single compromised password led to the recent colonial pipeline ransomware attack, which caused widespread gasoline shortages in the United States. One password. B-Side once again speaks with Edwin A. Concepcion, Philippines Country Manager of Straits Interactive, a Singapore-based consultancy firm that provides data protection, risk, and compliance solutions. In April 2020, Mr. Concepcion told B-Side that Philippine firms were still in the infancy stage when it comes to data privacy and protection. Let's listen to Mr. Concepcion as he speaks with Business World reporter Bianca Angelica D. Anyago about whether we've made any progress since that conversation. Our companies and remote workers having a more difficult time protecting their data, especially now during the pandemic. A lot of companies, because of the fast-paced digital transformation, they must be implementing as part of their strategies to cope with the pandemic situation, would probably be experiencing a lot of challenges protecting personally identifiable information or personal data. A lot of them, as we have observed over the years since the Data Privacy Act came into effect, are still in the infancy stages of implementing their data protection management programs. Uh, They still have to come up with a lot of policies, processes, and standard operating procedures to govern the management of personal information. From a worker's perspective, I'm sure a lot of them probably would have done some orientation or signed an employee code of conduct. But of course, it's very different when you put it into practice, especially uh, working from home. So you have to connect to your Wi-Fi system or sometimes you have to do your connection through your mobile phone. So definitely there are challenges. And if the policies of the organizations are not in place, then our workforce will not be guided on their obligations and responsibilities are in uh, so far as protecting personally identifiable information. With these problems, what services have picked up? Over the pandemic, of course, definitely a lot of businesses are affected. There has been a slowdown in the economic activity. But one thing that we have seen is a lot of individuals, even organizations, have actually taken advantage of the lull. As an organization, we initiated a lot of uh, complementary webinars to keep on orienting and educating and uh, building that awareness with the general public and also with a lot of organizations. So I think we were able to really be more productive in bringing out there the uh, understanding about what data privacy is all about. You mentioned earlier about the Data Privacy Act. So how well do you think the government, especially the National Privacy Commission, is doing its job of implementing the act? The National Privacy Commission, since they released the Implementing Rules and Regulations in 2016, has been very, very active in uh, creating awareness and promoting data privacy. Every year, they would conduct what they call the Privacy Awareness Week where they invite stakeholders, especially in the private and government sector, to participate in forums, workshops, and even in trainings. 
every month, the National Privacy Commission would also do some press releases on what are the hot topics for that period, you know, whether it's about social media, about our mobile phones, about the contact tracing, about other activities that organizations do in processing personally identifiable information. The NPC has also been very active in participating in international fora. They have also signed a memorandum of understanding with the Singapore PDPC, which is a counterpart of our National Privacy Commission. Recently, last year, I think they have also signed up an MOU with the UK Information Commissioner's Office. And the Philippines, together with Singapore, is actually spearheading the efforts to create an ASEAN framework for uh, data privacy and uh, protection management. How do you think the government agencies, companies, organizations, and individual Filipinos can be made more aware of the Data Privacy Act and the need to protect their data? In so far as the government is concerned, the NPC together with the, the ICT, like I said, has been creating a lot of awareness and education. They even launched a certification program called the DPOAs, which is all about accountability, compliance, and ethics. So our DPOs or who those who are interested in learning more about privacy and data protection can uh, avail of this uh, DPOAs program from NPC for free. Now, insofar as the organizations, I think it's high time also for a lot of organizations to put premium on uh, protecting personally identifiable information of individuals like us or what they call the data subjects. Definitely, there's still a lot of work to be done. We have seen a lot of organizations whose appreciation of what privacy or the Data Privacy Act is about is still at a minimum. So attending trainings, workshops, and seminars, uh, there are a lot of resources available in the market no? for free. You can visit, of course, the National Privacy Commission. They have uh, come up with a lot of short videos, advisory opinions, no? and the other uh, relevant information commissioner's offices that are also published in English, like the UK, uh, the Australian commissioner's office, and even New Zealand. They can also even come to our own Data Protection Excellence Network. No? So we also spearheaded a community-driven platform that focuses on privacy and data protection called DPEX or the Data Protection Excellence Network. And the membership is actually free. It's a very rich source of guidelines no? or best practices in so far as privacy and data protection. For individuals, this is the time to be data aware, as we call it. Individuals must be aware that their personal information are being collected you know, by various organizations, including the government, of course, and they have to be aware of how they can control this data gathering. They have to decide which information they want to share, which information they want to keep. There are privacy settings now that are available in your mobile phones, in the mobile apps that you download or you use every day. So now, sir, during the pandemic, People are required to fill up contact tracing forms before they can enter mall premises and such. How do you think should the individual companies and organizations protect the data that we write on these contact tracing forms? Again, the organization has to be aware that processing of personal information has repercussions. The IATF, together with the DOH and even the DTI, has already come up with guidelines of 
the minimum amount of personal data that organizations can actually collect for contact tracing uh, efforts. The challenge there is in the implementation or operationalizing it from you know, a process perspective in the organization. So definitely, if you're not aware, there is already the guidelines. Then a lot of organizations are collecting too much information about the individuals. We don't know how they're protecting it. So they should again be aware that there is the Data Privacy Act. The Data Privacy Act is not about restrictions. It's about protection, protecting the personal information that they are processing. And they should be aware of this obligation and responsibility. And they must be accountable for processing all our personal data. With digital technology pushed to the front line by the pandemic, and with more people now capable of using it, what is the outlook of data protection or privacy in the Philippines and the rest of the world? Definitely, with the digital transformation, privacy will become front and center of the processing of personal information. So organizations must do everything that they can to protect personal data. Uh, definitely in the future, no, probably two to three years, privacy first concept will become synonymous to you know, the processing of personal information. And organizations can only maintain and acquire the trust of our consumers and the general public if they ensure the protection of our personal data. Again, the NPC is coming very, very uh, strongly uh, advising uh, organizations into the protection of personally identifiable information. In other jurisdictions outside of the Philippines, there are various laws that are coming up already, especially as we know it already, there's the European Union General Data Protection Regulation or the EU GDPR that penalizes organizations no, for as much as 4% of their global revenue and definitely these private organizations located in Europe or in the US, they don't want to be penalized no, by the regulations in their own jurisdiction. And as they transact business with companies that are located in the Philippines, definitely these organizations would also require Philippine companies to comply with the privacy and data protection regulations. There are now more than 160 countries that has come up with various forms of uh, data protection regulation around the world. And uh, definitely privacy and data protection would become an integral part of uh, negotiating for international trade and business. And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard Edwin A. Concepcion, Philippines Country Manager of Straits Interactive, speaking with Business World reporter Bianca Angelica D. Anyago about data privacy and protection. According to CrowdStrike's 2021 Global Threat Report, vaccination rollout plans will likely become a target of intelligence-gathering efforts by bad actors. With company rollouts gathering momentum, security policies need to be updated and implemented. CrowdStrike, an American cybersecurity technology company, also reported that 45% of Asia-Pacific organizations did not provide employees with the appropriate training on dealing with cybersecurity risks associated with working from home. That has to change, said Mr. Concepcion, if the Philippines wants to participate in global trade and business. This episode of B-Side was recorded remotely on July 2. This is Samuel Marcelo. Thanks for listening. <laughs>